0: Hello and welcome back to the s- s- Scat Hour. I'm your host, uh, Skippy Skadoo,
1: and we- I'm John Weathersby.
0: And uh, and and we're we're just wrapping up here. Almost out of time, but uh, we thought we'd give you a little bit more. Scat in the scat hour i i don't know if there's any way else to get in this other than just say skripu da du du but this skat da da doo Boom 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 boom. boom. skirati bum skip. bum
2: bum 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 boom boom bum 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 Boom boom boom, scoot up. Sco- scoot 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 up up. Caller,
1: You're on the air. Boom 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 boom. Come on, just jump in. Boom boom. What are you What are you calling about, caller?
2: Scoot up up. I want to show my computer. Scoot up up. Come on, just come on in. Come on, get it. We need a little uh, a little melody on top. Come on. Boom boom. boom. up up. Is it a performance? Scoot up
3: Because honestly,
0: performance aren't much for the market anymore
3: Maybe with a
1: grandma If it has a floppy drive You might get some mileage out of data recovery For people who only have their data left on floppy drives At this point Crabshoot, crabshoot,
2: crabshoot
0: Hello and welcome
1: to Crapshoot. Hi, it's the first Crapshoot of 2015. It is. When's uh, the When's the last two of 2014 coming out? Yeah, I don't know. Sometime <laughs> in 2015, presumably.
0: Yeah, we we we've left from uh from last episode to last episode here since <laughs> when when we last talked that people haven't heard yet because that hasn't been released at the time that we're recording this one uh we had not yet released the south or not the south by southwest the xoxo mm-hmm. uh podcast which we have subsequently released the xosw yes the xosw podcast the the live in the field conglomeration of of bits of recording from the xoxo fest it's drunken and slurring and wind blowing over a handheld microphone yes, yes it was good times good times uh Uh, So that that has come out. The episode recorded after that, which is really two episodes, but they're back to back because we literally just stopped one and then said, you know what, let's do another Uh, because we're having so much fun because it's been a while. Uh, That is not yet out, but it might be out at the time that people are hearing this. In fact, hopefully it will be because, I mean, it'd be kind of silly to do them out of order but nonetheless it is now (laughs) right at this moment as we speak it is 2015 this is the first time in 2015 that we have sat down to record an episode of this podcast uh i am josh millard i'm jesse holden and with us again is aaron haas 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 i'm never gonna remember people's names we will
1: do haas haas aaron haas hey guys how you doing
0: i'm i'm good you're you're, you're looking good (laughs) great
1: I already opened my it, see it's been so long that I forgot yeah, to open to my beer on Mike. the celebratory
0: yeah. I'm gonna try opening my beer on Mike with this terrible uh dragon bottle opener. Oh, oh
1: I thought that was a little I thought that was a little hash pipe. Yeah. <laughs> just a just a I honestly did think that. Can does it double my as hard? Uh, it's it, just it, a little bottle. No, it's, it's just it's solid. Why do you iron. say terrible? It the, the, looks the, the, like a the, Christmas present. Was it no, a Christmas present? No, it's terrible because it didn't
0: work well. We bought it. So to explain Uh-oh. to people who can't <laughs> see the thing that we're doing at the table on the non-video podcast, I, I'm holding a wrought iron uh, dragon's head bottle opener, and it's a it's a clever little thing. It looks neat. Uh, it's sort of a cute little, sort of comical. You put the hash in, the, in the
1: dragon's mouth,
0: and, uh, and then you light it, and, and then then it then... works. Yeah, works very poorly as a bottle opener because uh, the mouth shape is just. What's well, because it's, not quite it's right.
1: a hash pipe? I'm telling you.
0: Uh, you are welcome to try. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I think you would. You would have to do some serious boring out of this. Uh, this thing.
3: Anyway, well, that's what this show is yes. all, all about.
0: about serious boring. Uh, so yeah. Uh, how, how how you been, Jesse? How'd it been? Good. Um, we kind of
1: I think it, if if memory serves, uh, we kind of closed the last episode on um, discussion of of transitioning the whole podcast setup of going to like unifying and 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 me kind of creating a con- podcast conglomerate slash. I guess podcast network. Yes. yes. Which I just kind of picture like a record label for podcasts. Yes. Sort of thing, which I've made zero progress on, but still,
0: I, I think it's been two months since we last recorded the show that we don't know if has come out yet. Uh,
1: no, not two months. We recorded in December.
0: It was, it was, I, I, I might have typed wrong, but I want to say it was in November.
1: Oh man, how embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> well, my New Year's resolution is to do all the shit that I was supposed to do last year. Good call, good call. It's a good guess, one. That's probably a good one.
0: You know, I I, I have this, I, I grew up partly Catholic. Uh, you know, my mom was Catholic and we we went to Mass and I never really bought into it a whole lot, but I was at least exposed to a bunch of the, right. the, the, the practice and, and dogma and whatnot of it.
1: Um, but it was a recessive gene. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. My Both mom, parents need to be Catholic for you yeah, to inherit it. Okay. Exactly.
0: Um, which is funny because my dad's Judaism too, apparently. So mm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, atheism turns out to be uh, genetically dominant uh, in this metaphor, I guess. Uh, but the, the, the point is, I right. think, I think in uh, Catholicism and maybe this comes up in other bits of Christianity too, but I've always been confused about some of the details there because I learned about Christianity in the form of Catholicism. And so there's a bunch of stuff that's very Catholic rather than just sort of more generically, uh, Christian. And I'm always constantly being surprised to find out, Oh, that's not a thing that everybody does. That's just the thing that the, the Papists <laughs> do, but Lent. So Lent mm-hmm. is this thing where you, uh, Jesus wandered 40 days and 40 nights in the desert, uh, because he was on a cleanse. All, All right. right. And, uh, so you do the same thing. You, you figuratively sacrifice, uh, in the, in the memory of Jesus, I guess, by forbearing something usually. So you give up something for Lent is the basic construct. You know, it might be you give up chocolate. It might be you, uh, I don't know. It could be any goddamn thing. As a kid, I tended to like to try and think of things that I wouldn't mind missing, which is probably, you know, missing the point. Like I give up broccoli for Lent was Mm. a good standard 12-year-old Catholic joke. Butter is uh, traditional butter or yeah. fats. I mean, I
4: think that's Fuck why that. uh, Mardi Gras, is, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, fat Tuesday. That's oh, what yeah, you're supposed to get. get Tuesday all your, all your before Ash Wednesday, all your everything out of the way. Yeah. And then, yeah. The big Ash sort of.
0: Wednesday is uh, take your hangover to work day. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of associate Lent and new year's resolutions is where I'm mm-hmm. going with this. And, and I'm not sure if that's the proper way to look at New Year's resolutions, but I always feel like I should try and sort of give something up, which mm. is, which is not always kind of the headspace I'm in. I mean, it can be good. I, I kind of like the idea of, oh, well, I'll knock out X because I have misgivings maybe about it. Uh, but that tends to be the frame that I look at it through. And and I ended up making a resolution a couple of days after the new year without expecting to. Uh, I'm, I'm giving up keeping clicker games and idle games sitting around <laughs> in my browser all the time like i'm not i'm not swearing off the genre completely on a fundamental level but i closed my cookie clicker window which i have literally not done in a year and a half mm-hmm. like the the biggest problem with rebooting my computer is i'm always worried mm-hmm. that maybe my cookie clicker session won't restore correctly mm-hmm. I, and can you save out your cash and like move you, that to Clicker, uh, you can um. Yeah. You're, you're, well, you you can save your game. I mean, I've got yeah. Okay. Right, and it just yeah. gives you a hash of yeah. your yeah. stats. Yeah. Or whatever. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, mm-hmm. it saves in the local storage too. So right. you know, assuming I don't even need to restore from that, I can just reload right when, the I tab. St-
1: when I when I when um, I stepped away from Cookie Clicker, I just saved that into an Evernote note. Yeah, and just said someday if I want to come back, I can pick up right where I left yeah. off. But. I haven't. Yeah.
0: Well, I closed out of that. I closed out of the kittens game. I closed out. So, of this is
1: for 40 clicker. days, or is this a resolution? This, 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 this is for like the your year, new I guess. way forward. Okay. Yeah.
0: Or, or or until something resolves in my mind on the subject. You know? <laughs> okay. I mean, one thing is like, I, I haven't worked on my experimental clicker game in like forever, and maybe that's the thing I'm allowed to do. Maybe I can futz around with a clicker mm-hmm. if it's mine and I'm developing it more. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it seems like that could be an okay way to go. But, sure. Um, yeah, that's about all I
4: got. The last time I was on the show was, I think you were just starting that, and we were kind of planning to talk about it before, I don't know if you've gotten into
0: that on the show since, because I don't listen to you guys. (laughs) Neither do I, so. uh, Yeah, no, we probably talked about it a little bit, but it's mostly been dormant. You know, I worked on it a bunch for uh, a little while, and then I just fell off, like, completely at some point. I think it was because I think it was when the Metafilter finance stuff hit the, like hit the fan. Well, you've worked on games since then. Yeah, worked on the the,
1: uh, Tilday Club. Yeah, like Um, the Dune,
0: the Shy Halud Worms
1: game, and so it's. I I think well, sure. I mean, that probably was the breaking point that pulled your attention away from it. But then you know, your attention, as it always does, kind of went on to the next exciting thing. Exactly. Yes. Um, Which is why you're always starting awesome new projects. And I'm always stuck on the thing I had five years ago. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to start anything new until I'm done with this. Yeah, you just,
0: just bull ahead. The, the, the only, you know, the, I mean, you have the choice between never getting anything done on the one project you're supposed to be working on or ending up never getting anything more done on a dozen <laughs> new projects. But At least right. you started, you know, it's like, I, I'm, yeah, I, I am. You're still trying to plan the perfect, you know, childhood for your first child. I'm, yeah. I'm leaving abandoned, weird, <laughs> broken families across the landscape of the Internet, basically. That's a good analogy. There's a whole uh, bunch of weird little kids wandering around there who don't know that I'm their daddy.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: programmatically speaking. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, do you do you feel guilty starting a new video game if you haven't finished the last video game yes. that you were playing? Okay, so that's like that's what it's like for me. Yeah, um, for projects. Yeah, is that I just feel like oh, I shouldn't really. Yeah, no, I really like to. I, 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 I the, like to
0: be sort of creative mon- creatively monogamous. I guess mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the time, like not not like in a crazy laser focused way, but like, you know, I kinda like if this is my project, I'm working on this project.
1: Well that's well what you're describing is kind of a serial monogamy where you're not you don't necessarily finish the one before you start the next. You just like abandon the one Yeah,
3: no, I I'm, I'm I
0: I I creative speaking, I'm a serial monogamous who's terrible at relationships and is right. constantly breaking up. But but unflaggingly faithful for those glorious three weeks before we start throwing bases at each other, you know? Sure,
4: and that's maybe a more okay way to be in there when solo projects. <laughs> yeah, well, um,
0: and yeah. for solo projects, I it's like, fine. like once
4: once you start to just have everything be collaborative, then you really get to earn the guilt. Yeah, it's, you're not just it's not just a weird inside thing. It's yeah, no, actually it's, it's fucking a, up somebody. It's a day. very
0: Well, this this podcast is a good example. Like, you know, I really like this podcast. I have fun sitting around recording it. I have fun when we end up with a produced artifact. But I still drag my fucking feet sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the way I tend to respond to things when I realize I'm dragging my feet and I feel guilty about it is I avoid. Them. Oh yeah, so then they just yeah feel don't, don't think about it. It's... Yeah. So I I really try to be thoughtful at this point when I get involved in a collaborative project. Mm. Or when I sort of promise creative work to someone else. I I owe a couple Metafilter people still like between one and three years now, I think, uh, just little creative things I was going to do as a reward for like a best post contest or something like that.
3: Mm -hmm. And that's
0: terrible. What am I doing? (laughs) They just they were like, yeah, I'm going to get to sing. And then they just don't get it. Uh, and there's part of me that wants you to say, fuck it, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to drink a pot of coffee and this will be done by the end of the day. And there's another part of me that's like, what I have at the end of the day could be a piece of shit that I would feel terrible saying, here's the thing you've <laughs> been waiting all this time for. And that's the worst part. Oh, if yeah, been waiting you have all this so time.
1: much anticipation built yeah, up for the thing. Yeah, if I knocked it out, you, like, the next day, like, oh, yeah, great. Right. That's a
0: great one-inch poster stamp drawing, which is right. what I offered. But, like, a year later, it's like, hey, I finally got
1: this done. It I, took a it lot better, of work, but here's your little piece of shit. Better be a year's worth of yeah. work, sort of, in some stretch of the imagination. I owe one guy a cover of Man of Constant Sorrow from, like,
0: three or four years ago now. hmm and I didn't mean to put it off, but it just was not clicking when I was first working on trying to get a recording together. And then mm. and then I forgot about it or put it down. And and so it's one of those things that's been lurking in the back of my brain off and on. And every once in a while, I sit down and try and get somewhere on it. And I started to feel like I was making progress at one point last year, and then I didn't. Now I feel like I just record him like five different versions to say, hey, I'm sorry about the delay you can like whichever these one you want, because I don't even know anymore. I just, I have a bunch of ideas and a bunch of uh, in well, m- my Maybe that beak. could
1: be bumper music for this episode. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. maybe. That release. Yes. It That'll get this released five, is, you five know. Five versions yeah. of I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow. Yeah.
0: I um, mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe yeah. I'll get in the right headspace for it. We'll see. Uh,
1: maybe that's a good break point. So we might right now be going into <laughs> one version yes. of Man of Constant Sorrow, or... Or not It's also possible, possible, yeah. we have At this point During our recording We have no way of knowing
2: So you've got a job to do Rustling cows from SETI Alpha 2 Or fighting slugs from outer space Or punching doogie in the a desperate guy call a cheat, trying to solve a mystery. Who could you hire? Who else but he or him? The pronoun isn't important. It's Nathan Fillion. He's a great big slice of goddamn manly man. The of Fillion.
1: And we're back. I hope we actually used the endless jingling in an earlier episode. We probably did. We probably have
0: used it. We probably will have had used it in the release of the as yet unreleased previous
1: episodes. Because I think it'll help get those episodes released, right? Yes. We kind well, have it's kind of a cer- blockage, yeah. right? It'll
0: certainly reduce the difficulty of producing uh, music. For, although I have to figure out how. Uh, right. I'll think about it.
4: And, you, and do you, you listen to these while you're putting in the bumpers? Because I could say something now to make you feel
0: guilty if you haven't. Oh sure. You know, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no I, I don't. I don't <laughs> much. Like I probably by this point in coming. Back, I'll have stopped listening again. Well, yeah. if you're listening, just you know, f- feel that
4: real, feel the feel the weight of those that projects you just haven't, a, yeah, done. Shame. You should have. Yeah. Yeah. You, you should have got, got, got some Catholic and, you know, yeah, yeah, Catholic. Like um, Catholic and Jewish.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, But you got you got something to do for Your like. brother. He's a VP.
2: <laughs> what are you
0: doing? Yeah, oh my gosh.
1: Um. But, yeah, as of right now, if you imagine the crap shoot is like a C H U T E, crap shoot, mm-hmm. uh, there's some blockage in the shoot right now.
0: Yes. It's preventing episodes. There's some serious mm-hmm. John Wayne died in this blockage going on the room.
1: Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, we want to we keep the episodes flowing
3: yep
0: yeah. I, I actually that that it's I don't know if this podcast out, needs is an enema yes. what well I kind of I, I do want to like you know get them get them back uh, in gear yeah
1: know? it'd be cool if we recorded one and then that was the next one that came out it would make yeah, it, yeah. It, it would, we would be able <laughs> like, to take away the, fir- like the 10 minute beginning that months. we have in every episode yeah, <laughs> about where, we how, explain yeah. where we're at <laughs> temporally in relation to what the, cu- the uh, listener has heard I think the customer be, I almost yeah, customer. the customer customer yes yeah Oof, uh, capitalism,
0: non-paying customers. <laughs>
1: uh, fucking. That's how I relate
0: beats. to everyone in my life. I think <laughs> a, 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 a customer service relationship, you a know? customer
1: of my personality who just doesn't pay. A lot, of, a lot of people say, "I love you too." I say, "Thanks. Come again." Yeah, you know, right, right. Thanks for coming in today. Yeah. So, Aaron, that's how I end um, sexual encounters. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying to get that joke <laughs> off, but I'll get it off. Don't just, worry. Oh. <laughs> That was a two banger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Aaron,
3: <laughs>
4: I hear you've moved to Portland. Today. I have moved away from where I lived before. Okay, and that I haven't, you know. Is it is, it, is this is more of a a, a fleeing maneuver than? Yeah, a, I'm not. I'm not moving towards Portland. <laughs> I'm moving away from uh, all other things. But wife. I, yeah, just. <laughs> but I do have a car full of. Um, you know, belongings and garbage that uh, I would like to move into a house here in Portland.
0: When you when you left on this car trip, uh, was it just belongings or did you also pack some garbage? Well, I, on my way out, <laughs> my neighbors
4: were throwing away a perfectly good box of moldy skulls and spines. And so I brought that with me. That's nice. So I feel like that's a auspicious beginning.
0: I, d- I, d- I don't even know if that's a bit... Nope. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> nope. They're in his car. currently. like, like, like human humans. No. Aww, there see, was that human. was my Aww. first question
4: too. And yeah, that would I would have been more excited. A, deer, deer. What's, the, what's
3: a the
1: variety? Choice? What's the scale? There's of, a variety. I believe there is some. Uh, what's the German deer? word for a combination of disappointment and relief? Because I felt <laughs> the same thing when it turned out it wasn't human <laughs> skeletons. Um, <veins. laughs> But, a good uh,
4: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, first, it's basically my only belongings now are moldy skulls and spines. So <laughs> yeah, my, my first move moving into my new place will be just some, some spine bleaching. That's, that's pretty sweet. That's a, that's a good um, start. in you know, a nice big you, tub.
1: When you showed up, you also, <laughs> what he is a beetle pet. <laughs> we should talk about that. Oh, do uh, so you guys want to talk about beetle fits? <laughs> but when he showed uh, up, he had the um moldy my, my, my
0: personal beetle pick is Abbey Road.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. No, yeah, revolver. I thought revolver was the one that like purists really.
0: I guess so. I I, I don't know. I, I honestly I haven't listened to the the, the Beatles catalog in that careful of uh, uh, a way. Oh, okay. Like I actually I really like the White Album, but I think it's also kind of loaded in Meandry as an album. Basically, I really like like half the songs on the White album. I really like, and the rest I'm like, ah, it's the White album, I guess. Right. Sgt. Pepper I like much more as just sure. like a cohesive album. But I just then, like, like
1: whichever one Paint It Black is on.
0: Yeah, yeah no, no, that was uh, no. I'm sorry, you're you're thinking of ACDC. Oh right, oh. <laughs> the that that's the guitar the the that the band that I think uh, that uh, Neil Young plays guitar for. Right, in the shorts.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's the one with the big clock hanging around. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Most deaf. So wait, let's go <laughs> Let's go back. Is okay, back to Beetle Pit, and then back to what was before. Wait, I was there. trying to think of one.
3: I'll get back to it. <laughs> okay. um,
1: oh, yeah, Aaron, so Aaron had two possessions when he showed up at my house uh, mm-hmm. a few weeks, not a few weeks ago, sorry, a few days ago. It's um, coming up on, I'm, I'm in... week and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, instead of a house, I've, I've just... Living in Jesse's couch.
1: Right. So Aaron showed up at my place, and um, he had two possessions. One was a box of moldy skulls and spines, and the <laughs> other was um, a, a reckless amount of whiskey that he had bought because the, an accident at the at the whiskey store or something. They had mispriced. I, I stopped they to buy... They discounted... Some
0: brandy. Uh, we have a, a good local brandy. Um, it's good to stop to buy it. If you try and do it on, like, yeah. while you're moving, it's very yeah. difficult to get the transaction done in time. Yeah, well, in, in Louisiana,
4: they have the drive throughs but... Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Ba- yeah, back in California, I'm buying a good, our good local California brandy that I believe we've talked about on our other podcast. The, oh, yeah. Uh, the brandy of the man who shot my childhood dog. Um, and I've got an update on that in a minute. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Wait, are you the guy from Guardian of the Galaxy? No, wait, no, I'm thinking of a different thing entirely. That was his dad died when um, the dog shot. But it was, you
4: know, a, a fairly pricey bottle of brandy for, to buy Jesse for Christmas because I'm a good friend. Um... And it turns out that if you bought seven bottles of alcohol, it was 40% off, and that's just too good to pass on. That is,
0: that is a significant discount. So, a, a so I small upped player. my possessions
4: from one moldy
0: box of like, Skulls that and Spines. Point, if you buy six, do they not give you any discount? Nope. Because they're literally you paying get... you to take a seventh bottle of alcohol. They're at paying that point. you for those last two, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. It depends on uh, the yeah. actually, You're definitely paying less for seven than you would. But be you for don't six have to.
4: I mean, they're not all equally priced. So, oh, okay. So um, maybe maybe you could fuck it up uh, just there's, by mixing there's it some up some math. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, yeah. I upped my possessions that's the, from. That's that's the
0: kind of discount that gets me excited about trying to grief a retail establishment, mm-hmm. and I feel sort of bad because like if it was a place I actually liked, I'd be like, you realize that, that I, i'm fucking you mathematically here right you understand that you have made a bad decision like like if i liked them at all i would seriously i would have trouble paying that little without like being seriously you need to revisit this before someone who's meaner than me really gets on board with this i'm sorry i get really excited in <laughs> yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. ethically complicated way about discounts uh, please continue please continue I
4: think that was the end. I, I brought up a lot of whiskey, and then... Right,
1: so you had two possessions then. Um, right. An unholy amount of liquor and uh, a box of skulls and spines. And now you only have one possession. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like Because typing... of a problem that we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That would be the best output if you type I in Adventure Game. It's mm. you are carrying <laughs> right. a box of moldy skulls and spines an ungodly amount of, of brandy. Right. I think that's a, a, a port and
4: pine a game, right? That's like brandy. one of her twines. I think yes. I played that one. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: Two days later, you play and you hit I, and you, it says a box of moldy skulls and spines and a problem. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
1: uh, that was how the game would go if it were us.
4: But to come back to uh, the brandy maker... Uh, yes, he shot my you childhood, childhood dog. dog? Yes,
1: right. Did um, he shoot your childhood dog
0: down. during your childhood? Yes. Okay. So, so it wasn't like he <laughs> came back day, later. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hey, that dog's still alive." I never would have thought it. Yeah.
4: But I uh, last summer I went to a wedding, um, and there was a uh, local reggae band playing, and I did not. Stick around to listen to the local reggae band, I, you know.
1: Here's a phrase you'll hear a lot in Ukiah, California, local reggae band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And
4: here's, and here's uh, the sentence that <laughs> will perfectly encapsulate Ukiah, California for you. The son of the man who shot my dog
0: <laughs> called me a faggot
4: for not enjoying reggae enough.
0: Well, you know, I've never really liked reggae because the vocals are always dubbed. Um. Uh, uh. um. No, that's amazing. I was going to ask. I didn't remember if you were still in Ukiah or not. Um, cause I can't remember anything that <laughs> happened more than like a month ago in right. someone else's life, basically. Uh, but yeah, so, so you were, did you move here from specifically Ukiah? Yeah. Cause I mean, not to knock Ukiah or anything, I you know you're from there <laughs> and, 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 and you're both from there and, and, and you, and can, I mean, you too, can knock it, I just but just it sounds explained. like a piece of shit that I would get the fuck out of. <laughs> uh. No, it's, it sounds like a place I think I would be specifically unhappy unless I was like straight up hermit, which I always wonder if I moved somewhere and just had an oh, internet yeah. connection, would I actually notice? I think I would miss Portland a lot, but
1: well, I work they, from home internet, and don't
0: necessarily leave the house. So. internet speeds
1: are not as good in you yeah, it, that so could there's be an one issue. thing. That could be an issue. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, climate is amazing. Oh, it's I've it's, spent, go- it's gorgeous town. and um, Is some, it a gorgeous sometimes?
0: town if I'm basically annoyed from June to like early September in Portland because it's too nice out, or would it just be like a year of annoyance?
1: You 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 will be annoyed for more over the year yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's not it's not unheard of to snow in Ukiah, and you know that's it's yes, it, uh, but it, but can get it, over a uh, hundred occasionally. But so it's not like often always doesn't rain right? for five months straight. Yeah, see, that's right, a, that's been a, a problem. The summers are yeah. Um, yeah. I think we talked to my mom about that. We've had a lot of podcast guests from Ukiah. My mom. We should, other I think we should <laughs> rework
0: that podcast as a, a Ukiah centric Absolutely. We? Yeah. Well, I mean, at, this at, is Portland,
4: where everyone from Ukiah <laughs> is now.
1: I think that everyone from wherever they're from notices that because you kind of clump with your people mm-hmm. in a certain way. I know there's a ton of people from Montana in Portland who think that everyone in Portland is from Montana because that's just <laughs> right. for whatever reason well, they if magnetically you gravitate
4: to are each from other. Montana and you meet another person from
0: Montana, it's amazing because
4: they have, like, you know, eight people. <laughs> well, the
3: thing is,
0: like, I, 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 I'm, I'm the closest thing I know to a Portland native in Portland, and mm-hmm. I'm from Montana. But I was, like, you know, literally, like, a year old when we left, so it doesn't right. really count too much. Right. I guess, is Portland, I mean, I guess, if you're going to go to a city, that's the one, if you're a Montana person, right? I guess, well, you know, it's, I mean, it's you nearby, to it's, it's, it's more temperate, but it's also, like, you know, not huge... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the Montana to Portland vector is mm-hmm. exactly, but uh from Montana well,
1: you got hear, to hear only so many cities Montanans, within a thousand like adult miles. Montanans who moved here as adults, you, it's pretty substantial. Yeah. Um and I guess Missoula like, is kind of the most progressive yeah, in Montana, but like, like if you're cool. if you're
4: gay growing up in rural um anywhere, I mean, yeah. can, do you go to Missoula or do you go
1: do you just jump straight yeah. to yeah. Portland or San Francisco? Yeah. Do you want to break and come back? Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about something funny in a minute. (laughs) Okay. All right. Us to talk about Dungeons and Dragons <gasps>
3: <laughs> <Hey. Hooray. laughs> um,
1: uh, I know how Dungeons and Dragons works yeah how does it work yeah you get your friends together and then one person is the dungeon master this is I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make a sincere effort to yeah. explain Dungeons and Dragons which I've never Let, played in oh, my that, that's
0: I wanted to I wanted to establish ahead of time because I really I'm now excited to hear okay. your description because okay. we're establishing that you have never played, have you ever observed no, or been present for it? No, never sat in. So you, you're, you're totally going off secondhand impressions culturally of Dungeons and Dragons.
1: But I have like lived a life where I was, you know, pursuing nerdy pursuits and oh, sure. was you know surrounded by people but who you have were not, yeah, into yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, but okay. I've never I've never been present. No, this for is a great. Game. This is
4: perfect. I am looking forward to hearing this. Have okay. you ever bought a source book at the used bookstore and just looked through it for no, awesome not, monsters? If
1: I see uh uh, like a uh monster manual? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Eh? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> At the on someone's the shelf, I'll totally thumb through it because I think that's fun to read. So like I I've seen that, but I've never seen like is a source book like a rule book of like laying out the fundamentals yeah, of the game? Yeah, just any mm-hmm. of the books are source okay. books. Oh okay. generic term. Okay. Well I've never well, read one there that's are like lays books out the... and
0: modules. Oh uh, well, um, fuck <laughs> If you're if you're if you're listening to this, you can't see me make a jack-off noise to dismiss the distinction. <laughs> Uh,
1: can't see you make a jack-off
0: noise? Yes. Okay. You can't see me make a jack-off noise. <laughs> with your Which hands. the canonical jack-off noise in in middle school, I think, was... Grab your cheek and just Jeez, sort of... Josh, don't, you
1: don't have to jack off into the mic. You can do it with your cheek. Well, yeah, but
0: I could have made that sound with my cheek. Oh, okay. Is the point. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> new low. We've yeah. achieved a new low. <laughs> You've used the power
1: You're of improv right. Yay. to... <laughs> Um so well okay, so right. So it's a it's a game based on uh uh Gary Guy Guy Jax and, one other guy, and one other guy came up with a with a, a game about You just
0: uh, wanted to say Jax. You wanted to make that a callback, didn't you? No. Well then continue. <laughs> Um, I wish there was a way to capture the <laughs> locked eyes and vague terror at a lull uh, um, in audio. you know, it's, it's, it's like it's a dead moment kind of gets it.
1: Yeah, you can, you can put your
4: imagination into dead air.
1: Okay, so they came up with a game that that in, in which you um, uh, uh, develop your own character and assign statistics to their personalities and physical traits and magical traits and um, write them on a piece of paper. And then you, um, you you get together with a group of friends, one of whom is kind of the storyteller for the group who, who lays out the map of the area that they're going to be exploring and uh, the the non-player characters that they will encounter along their way, hopefully. The, 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 assuming that adventurers choose the, the course that the dungeon master... Uh, uh hopes that they do sure for the for the listener i'm nodding repeatedly yeah, yeah. <laughs> nodding encouragingly right. Right. it's very encouraging thank you um so each player aside from the uh, the dungeon master has a special role and 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 kind of role plays all all the I- any incidental characters in the story whereas each each other player role plays their own character who who starts with a collection of statistics and um personality Types and probably like weapons and armor and things like that, the sure, items sure. in their inventory and, and on their body. Um, that uh, that they they you play out a game by kind of taking turns speaking out what your next action is. And an action is a relatively small block of time in, in which you can initiate an attack against an enemy, or start a conversation, or look, or push a button, or something. And um. Uh the I I don't I, I guess over time your character becomes better and stronger. Um probably a lot of what I know about D&D is things that have just been important into every video game since <laughs> D&D became kind of the foundation. So I might be cheating a little bit just by having played video games well, inspired by fair. D&D and um perceive i don't, the underlying I, don't know structures. That, I don't know that there's a real end state necessarily i guess everybody eventually just gets bored of and the sessions are like months long right i mean or rather games a session would be a few hours in a night like maybe a couple times a week where the same group of people gets together and plays out their characters and the dungeon master directs the story to the next kind of chapter yeah and um over the course of a few months that's a kind of story is communally told? Yes, a campaign. A is campaign. Yes. Long running series of and um, fundamental to the whole thing is that every time you try and do something that has any chance of failure, you have to roll a 20-sided dice or multiple <laughs> 20-sided die to determine the outcome of the thing you were trying to do. You're saving throws. Right. So, if, so if, you were, th- if you were to start a conversation with someone, you wouldn't have to roll for that necessarily because there's no chance of that failing. Yeah. But if you're trying to lie to someone or trick yeah, someone, yes, then yes. you probably would, and it would be based on the whatever corresponding statistic or yeah, whatever combination you of stat- your charisma is. charisma in this case charisma or if you modifier, were trying to yeah. throw a rock over a hill you would need to do your strength or whatever yeah, probably a strength
0: and dexterity modifier
1: probably,
3: <laughs>
0: okay. strength for sheer ability to throw right. the baseball off the moon dexterity to aim the baseball towards the sun okay this
1: is making it make a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, D and D is basically a process for simulating being a baseball player on the moon. Right. You were right. you were way off. Okay. It's really just about that. Right. No, no. I I would say that that was that was that seemed like a very good uh, general. That strikes me as you are a person who a has played a lot of video games, including some RPGs using D D&D and D or D and D like systems. He,
1: well, one thing is that I actually hate like core or, like fundamental RPG games like. I've never ever, and I've spent many, many, many hours trying to like get over the hump or the learning curve what and you I've never is, been what, able to do it. What are some
0: examples of ones that have bounced off you? Like every Final Fantasy game? Yeah, well, that's that, um, that's really a JRPG. Okay. Uh, Japanese RPGs, which are mm-hmm. a specific sort of difference from Western RPGs in a bunch
1: of okay. ways. Not I'll to say that you know. the comparisons still have still valid. the D
4: and
0: D roots, but they are. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: But if, but now that every game has D and D roots and has like stat leveling <laughs> and and like specializations and yeah. stuff, like I don't know, like Fallout is really fundamentally a D and D dice rolling game, um, and I love yeah. that. So. Um. Well, the
0: interesting and yeah, the, it was specifically a different game system, but there's a like D and D can refer to specifically the Dungeons and Dragons game system. Which itself has a bunch of different editions, which I'll come back to in a second. Okay. Because uh, it kept redeveloping it over the years, uh, partly in response to the rise of computer RPGs, mm-hmm. because you will see in later versions of d and a tendency to redesign the system a little bit to make it easier to adapt to like a computer game, for example. Hmm. Um, but you have a, a bunch of different versions of D&D, but then there's also a ton of other... Uh, role-playing game systems, uh, pen and paper systems, hmm. uh, they're often referred to as, that go in a bunch of different directions. And and the Fallout system is basically a pen and paper system that was designed specifically for a video game. Um, so it's got a different set of stats, the special system, like right. strength, perception. Right, influence. yeah, no, I know but that... But the, basic, ideas, that the, the, yeah, the, the basic idea is very much there. But, right, yeah. but the
1: idea that... Um, you An action's outcome is is, is Determined deterministic. by your skill set and right. a little bit of a die roll. Or, or yeah. I guess non-deterministic is what I guess I mean. It's, it's, it's based on a, a random number generated, yeah. but your likelihood of success is based on stats that you've pre-chosen. Yeah, you know the distribution of really probabilities,
0: game. but you don't yeah. know what the actual die roll is going to be, right. essentially. So like right. you've so got a so like 60% that, chance that of shooting something. Of, that
1: part of it has always made sense to me because of yeah. that... Part has come into video games heavily. Anyways, I don't know. A, on a score of A through F, how did I do on describing Dungeons I, and Dragons? I would say it was,
0: that was uh, especially in the context of someone who's never played. That was a solid B plus. Yay! I, I would say I'll take it. I, I would I would say if I was trying to be like a purist about like have you captured the essence of it. I could be like uh, B minus C plus okay. but practically speaking every actual D&D game I've been in that was a solid <laughs> solid B plus I feel I, what I was going to say is I feel like you are someone who has known several people who have played D&D and have regaled you with possibly not terribly interesting stories about things that happened during game sessions
1: no is I've it? only ever imagined how game sessions went really? and no one has ever really? told me like hey in my D&D campaign here's something that happened to me no one has ever in my life ever I'm that. popping you up to an A minus then because that was okay. fucking precious. but you had seen that episode of Community, I've seen. I think there's more, probably more than one. If I don't know, like, me- memory of community is a little vague, but um, yeah, there's at least one mm-hmm. D D episode of Community. So yeah, I guess there's that. I don't know how accurate I, it is. It was it was pretty good. What's what's your personal background
0: with uh, role playing games?
4: Um, I don't think I've actually played a tabletop game since I was um, you know fourteen, uh, but.
0: Did, did it's you play still much when you were 14?
4: I I had a couple of solid years of I I don't think we ever really got good campaigns together but you know, oh you're 14. Yeah, being being 14 and hanging out with your friends and rolling up characters and trying to get something going. I did we did have a um homeless schizophrenic man come in and DM for us. <laughs> Uh, we we knew through the local pagan church,
0: and Ukiah, Ukiah. California, um, <laughs> and he. We should go to to Ukiah and for <laughs> the podcast sometime. I kind of right. I feel like I need to be there. Now.
4: Um, it was an, a, an amazing DM, but you know, those were. There was no campaign because you would never. You know, this was probably. I guess it was still first edition, maybe second edition. And the kind of the idea then was, it's like now your character lives and you do a whole campaign, but that it was yeah. like hardcore. You, you die. You didn't yeah, you didn't get to go on a campaign unless you
0: deserved it. DMs have gotten fucking soft. Uh-huh. Let me tell you hmm. back in the old day. Yeah, you fucking die. We're a ha- new character every night. Yeah. You, know. you just get your head smashed in by a fucking orc on hmm. one bad die roll. Hmm. Start working that new character while the rest of the people finish that combat. You know. But yeah, that's I will yeah, that's, I, I will sometimes read about like
4: new D and D editions and stuff because people are fighting about it and it's just <laughs> hilarious. It's and kind I of love interesting it. to see what's going on. Um, but I have opinions on who's right, um, and uh, it's the things that I played with a kid are correct, and all this new World of Warcraft D and D
0: cooldowns and shit. F that. Yeah. Well, what it, it's on my mind right now uh, because I'm specifically getting involved in a Twitter-based first edition AD&D game that someone from Metafilter is starting up. Uh, Prize Bull Octorok has decided to try and run <laughs> a D&D game, first edition AD&D, over Twitter. And I have no idea how this is going to work. I feel like I need to set up a new Twitter account specifically for it because yeah. it seems unkind to anybody who's following me for any reason other than... 50 fucking tweets in a row about a D&D game out of context.
1: Well, they won't. I mean, it's all going to be at whoever the DM is, well, right?
0: I guess, I guess if it is, that'll work okay. I, I,
1: DM having a Twitter meaning and a Dungeons and Dragons meaning so confusingly yes. in this situation. the DM—it's yes, a yes. <laughs> DM, DM reply, not a DM, yes. but it's yes. an ever reply at the DM. Well, at the DM, okay. yeah.
0: This is this is how penis pick scandals get started. <laughs> Anthony Weiner was actually trying to play a game of D and D on Twitter, and that's that's where it all went downhill twice for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is it just is it all live or is I, there? I think it will be. Doing, yeah, we're, a, we're just going to sort of do it, and I, <laughs> I I don't think anybody knows how it's going to work out. We're just going to try this, and uh, I've
1: seen similar things attempted on like forums. Like in yeah, the old no. Days. Be- yeah, people have played. But I so mean, like, yeah, you know, I mean, forums forums
0: so, you know if it's
4: linear. Yeah, Twitter just seems so un. It, it seems
1: ridiculous and uh, ephemeral.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm excited. It's like uh, this is going to be a fucking disaster, but possibly
1: a really fun one. I do think that just for your own sanity, you're going to need it to be a discrete Twitter account because you, yeah, you, yeah. you should only yeah. follow the other people in the game. Yeah, so you can see what they mm-hmm. say
0: at the. deal. Yeah, no, I should register an account for for my character's name. I, I rolled him up this evening while we were on the way over. Uh, his name is Darren the Ogre. Okay. But the, he's a human magic user. His name is Darren the Ogre. <laughs> okay. Um, he speaks common. He speaks uh, neutral good. Because back in first edition... Oh, that's another had... thing I
1: understand about D&D. Yeah? Is uh, the matrix of... Oh, alignments. Of, uh, yeah, alignments. That's what it is. Tell me, tell me about them. Well, there's like good guys and bad guys. <laughs> and then there's guys who follow the laws. And there's guys who... Jesse is making fo-
4: a chart on the table for us. <laughs> His hands are
0: usefully describing an Octothorpe here.
1: Yes, an Octothorpe. The, the, so there's guys who, who, who follow laws as set up, and there's follow, the guys who follow their own internal laws of chaos. And there's guys who try to do good and try to do evil in the world. And then there's neutral on either of those spectra. So, you get a three by three matrix. So, you get a three by three matrix. So, um, you know, lawful evil would be like George W. Bush, except, I guess, international law. No. I'm going to give Bush.
4: him a neutral evil. Neutral yeah. evil. Yeah, or maybe just. Yeah, lawful evil. Would be like a really, really great tan of gum. It doesn't. Yeah. Well, we don't know which, right. it's actually which a narrative of George W. Bush. There's a hyperdimensional I feel like I can put him anywhere on that matrix yes. based on a ton of different narratives of what was happening with that presidency.
1: Absolutely. Um,. Yeah, no, Gosh, you know, I'm, I want to try and come up with a list of people and have you place them on that mate alignment That's matrix. one of the
4: funnest things on the internet is when people, oh, people yeah, do just fill already. out those. You know, the problem okay. is they always
0: want to fill them out. And, and there's always like two or three tiles that are great. And two or three tiles is like, that's really a fucking stretch.
2: Yeah. This it's like you have to go
0: digging for some minor fucking character in a seven season show to be like, oh, no, no, he's totally chaotic neutral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I like I like them, but at the same time, I've never found one that I didn't like. Go really. Yeah, it's, it's more of a fun party game than a good mm. finished
4: media product. True. True. Right.
0: I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I will happily tell you the alignment of anybody if. <laughs> okay. If <we> throw <laughs> someone but out. But anyways, them. I
1: interrupted but, uh, your guys. Yeah. So
0: we're we're we're, we're gonna this. My my guy's name is Darren the Ogre. He's a human mage. Right. The, the, the way you generate a character in isn't
1: uh, a mage a little
0: skinny guy. Yeah, no, he's 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 like four ten, I think. I've decided, and he's really weak. Like he's so
1: uh, the ogre is like a jokey uh, name,
0: sort of. But he he took it to heart. He is fucking physically fit. He's basically he is a fucking tiny, scrappy, scrawny, weak little tank of a motherfucker who happens to be a magic user because that's the only, literally the only character I could create with the stats I rolled was a human magic user because he's too dumb to be an elf. He's uh, too weak to be a fighter
1: oh yeah the other thing about D&D is there's like elves and shit yeah no it was very it was very <laughs> much drawn
0: from Tolkienian uh, it takes place Starcraft. in a
1: world of elves
4: and
0: purple worms <laughs> yes if you're
4: gonna go for first edition it's so
0: based on Tolkien okay. that they renamed hobbits halflings because they were afraid they'd get like sued by okay. the Tolkien estate if they and Gary Gygax
4: was really into their being giant purple worms beneath the earth
3: yes it was like there was I'm, dragons I'm and that. stuff the, but the, the most powerful <laughs> monster
4: is the giant, giant purple, purple worms beneath worms. the right. earth
0: the, uh, the, the, the original monster manuals are amazing because they're mm. so weird and ill-considered in so many ways, but it's just like this gonzo 1975 nerd-gasm happening, and it's really... Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, so I, I, I'm i Darren the ochre. I, I just rolled terrible stats. Really, I rolled terrible stats for any character, and I was stuck with a human mage because that's the only thing that, technically speaking, my stats would allow me to be.
1: Right. Uh, right. A difference between how a video game would have approached character building and... and classic D&D is that yeah. a video game would give you a pool of points to distribute yeah, as and you, so see you fit sort of so you no two characters are and better or worse than one another and the thing in is, terms D&D, of their sum total D&D whereas has, D&D you roll a die for each stat yeah. is that right? Yeah. yeah. so so, so they you they can have, have the worst there's series a bunch of luck and approaches. get a really terrible yeah. character and okay. there's a
0: bunch of different approaches to that uh, including up to just hey make up the stats you want as long as you keep them under this sort of point total what, mm-hmm. basically the modern mm-hmm. video game RPG thing a lot of DMs are fine with like this. Make the character you want to make because you're trying to play a game or you're having fun with. But the thing is, once you've played enough RPGs, you've played the character you want to play a bunch, mm. you know. And so I really like the idea. We're doing this weird old version of d d that's horribly broken in a bunch of ways. There's a reason that, you know, they made a bunch more additions. Um, and it's money. Well, aside from money, okay. I mean, aside from that, they've done mm-hmm. like
4: certainly well, now they're
0: fun to play instead of like, yeah, um, aggravating. Yeah. The first few editions okay. definitely fun. got steadily better as they figured okay. out things that were wrong. These days you could argue, well, is is fourth edition really worse than fifth mm-hmm. edition or whatever? But but first edition was a fucking mess. It was seriously it was a mess. like a guy
4: in his basement.
0: Yeah, go, and it's amazing. It's like it's 130 pages testing. of just like, holy shit this guy had an idea and he ran (laughs) with it and he didn't necessarily talk to anybody who wasn't willing to say, this is awesome. Um, So, so, so the, the most basic way to create a character is you take uh, a six sided die. uh, What normal people refer to as, A die. Right. Uh, But in D&D, you've got all the different polyhedra. So you have to say, oh, it's a D6.
1: A D6, yes. (laughs) Uh,
0: So you, you take that and you roll three of those or roll the same one three times if you're like me and didn't have extras around. And you add that up and that's an attribute point. So it's anywhere between three, which is if you rolled three ones and six, if you rolled three sixes, it's probably more around like 10 or 11 is the average value. Um, you roll that for each of the six attributes, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Mm-hmm. And that's your character's stats. And that's that's the hardcore way to do it, and that's what I did. I was like, I'm just going to do whatever
1: happens here. Um, but your DM is allowing different... The DM to,
0: had very yeah he he had very few instructions so far. It's like okay. roll up a
1: character and send me a character sheet. Okay, was the instructions right? But you're playing you you went to the options menu and turned on hardcore mode. Yeah yeah.
0: Because a real a real common way to roll a character is actually to roll like four six sided dice and then discard one and oh, do that for okay. each. Side. So it brings up Aaron's, the average a Aaron's shaking his head. Yeah it's bullshit it's right it right? right. Back me up on this Aaron.
4: <laughs> uh, I, I will I, I shook my head really well at the mic but. It didn't come across, so yes, that is bullshit.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. No, no, fucking live with your decisions. If the game decision... It, your it, decisions? It, yeah. Well, live, okay. live with live your... Live with the you know, okay. cruel I can't nature of up. chaotic <laughs> <game>. yeah, li- <laughs> live. Yeah, fucking stick with it, yeah. you know, right. Go out there and say, hey, I'm going to roll a character. I'm going fi- to... Because it's it's like a voyage of discovery is a thing. Like I could right. have said, you know what, those are shitty stats. I'm going to swap a couple or bump one up a little bit. Right. Uh, but I said, no, this is... It's I'm kind six, of okay with the rolled.
4: SWAT stat rule
1: where you just roll six and assign him.
0: Well, yeah, sure. It's, it's um, kind of like I,
1: Yahtzee rules, sort of. Like yeah, you, you yeah. roll and then you decide what bucket. Well, yeah, that and roll if you really want to play a
0: warrior, you need to make sure your strength is high. So you put your highest thing in strength, and then maybe right. next highest in dexterity or
1: constitution. And I mean, having never played this game, it actually seems really interesting to be forced to play the character that you roll. I know, right? <laughs> because like, what would Lord of the Rings be if? Gollum didn't roll a one in every cut, right? (laughs) Like, what if Gollum could kick anyone's ass he came across, right? It It would not be an interesting character. If Frodo
0: had, like, a strength of, like, 1899, (laughs) it would be like, yeah, he's just gonna crush people's faces.
1: And yet, that that character finds his way through the entire narrative of the story to the end. I'm excited
0: about my shitty mage, who is like, he's... He's got a huge constitution score. He's like he's like an Olympic athlete, mm. but he's like super weak. Like he cannot lift fifty pounds without like passing out. But if it's forty pounds, he'll just run a fucking marathon huh. with it apparently. So right. His, he, and he's a magic user magic users need spell books so they can rememorize their spells because in first edition D&D you literally had to rememorize your spell every night and I think that may be more or less you the there. human
1: being playing games yes <laughs> no 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 the, the character the character okay. you cast
0: a spell and then you forget it, it like it's mental oh, runes okay. disappear
1: oh right that's why in every video game when you read a spell the paper disappears right, in your right, hands yeah. oh um, that always pissed me off. Yeah, it's, 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 I guess I'm sure that's it's, where it's that one comes very from, specific then. school
0: of like literary magic, essentially. And D and D is more or less stuck with it. But, right. but in any case, he's got a spell book, and I think my thought is his spell book is half spell book and half push up and pull up lecture. I think he, he carries a quarter staff as his weapon, and then he, like whenever he's like you know camping out, I'm gonna have him look for a, a nice notch in a tree that he can put it in, mm-hmm. and then just do like a hundred pull ups. And you know, they aren't very hard because he only weighs like 110 pounds. Right. But he fucking does them. Mm-hmm. And his tiny little muscles are going to be so ripped. <laughs> and that's, and he's named Darren the Ogre because he knew an ogre. He speaks Ogreish. The ogre is the one who sort of like gave him some personal trainer tips. And then he went out there with his four hit points to become an adventuring mage, apparently. And he's probably going to die the first time we get in a fight. But he's going to really mean it with his giant eyebrows and his fucked up hair and his. Weird little face. Darren is in it for realness.
1: So, when you do die in a D and D campaign, you just create a new character?
0: Well, it depends on how soft your DM is. Like, they might say, okay. "Oh, okay. Well, there, maybe we'll take you back to me- town and resurrect you." Methods
1: of resurrection. Yeah, maybe a oh,
3: cleric okay.
0: even is able to. First edition is a little bit rockier like like the later editions have been a little bit more nice about providing possibilities so like for example when you fall to zero hit points in modern d and I think you then start slowly
1: bleeding out yes. towards actual death yeah mm. I, I think there's not I zero think they, is like unconsciousness basically yeah, yeah. Okay. basically provide which ties
0: in well with video games that don't want to have permadeath because they right. can give you a mm-hmm. reason to not literally kill off your characters as soon as they fail mm-hmm. in combat
4: but, yeah, they want to provide the rule systems for, you know, what your different play style. Because I guess, you know, some people want to play. They just keep progressing their character and you can't die. You Which know, um, really? a a is actually a probably, a lot, uh, you know, a lot of fun if that's what you want to do. And it's, yeah. you want to get invested in the role playing aspect. Yeah, and whatever, if you, if you really then, want
0: to build on a character over um, the arc of a That's captain. great. And
4: they kind of, you know, now are much more lenient in terms of. The DM can just basically not ever kill your guy, and, but
0: basically it's ridiculous bullshit
1: and fuck yeah. all of this. <laughs> well, people. having never thought too deeply about it, here's my, oh, here's what I honestly, how I honestly thought D anD D worked. You got your group of people together, you each rolled a character, and then when a character died, that character was dead and that player stopped playing. And that can totally be how it works. Like, th- that person's not invited next week. Well, that's no, that's really that's that's so how
0: happened. I thought that, you played the game. That is sociopathic. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it, yeah. it'd be more like, oh, shit, they're really dead? Okay, well, uh, Jim's gonna roll up a new character. Yeah. Well, depending you, on where in the session is... You do it, the
4: rolling if, for an NBC, you play yeah, the goblins, you can sort of yeah. jump in and
0: take over for some other stuff. What? You can help out the DM. Oh, I,
4: I don't know if I asked, were you... D player as a kid or is it, or is this your introduction? To no, D&D? it's not my
0: introduction. I haven't played a ton. I had a bunch of friends in college who were much more into it. And so that's when I first really properly played some DD. I played a little bit in high school. Um, I played a couple games as a player and DM'd one game. And The DMing was disastrous. I mean, I don't know. Maybe everybody else has better memories of it. What I remember is I did a bunch of planning without having played enough to really know how to plan, so I came up with a bunch of encounter tables <laughs> and then a general design for a puzzle for the mansion that was like the... Because we were trying to just do a one-off, so it was supposed to be done that night. There was a mansion with some you puzzles can pl- in it.
1: You can do a complete game in one night? Yeah, if you want to. If you design it that way? Yeah, just design I it. Never, I never yeah. would have guessed maybe that. It's it's the modules, modules
4: on, are designed for one-night play, Yeah, oh, okay. or at least they were... Yeah.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, so second you get, edition You get to it in a few hours. Everybody sits down. well but Plan ahead. Wow. Well, um, but um, but the, campaigns are really popular well as a that, way to go. But that, yeah. that makes the
1: learning curve a lot easier, it seems Yeah, like. no, it, players, it, it yeah. can be a nice way to go. But it's,
4: it's, got, it's a game with chapters, or it's designed to have, you know, one-night chapters. A campaign is a yeah, bunch of one-night chapters of, of yeah, your yeah, go yeah, on yeah, you guys going on an adventure every night. you can a series of one-nighters and that all tie together. And then each module is based on a, you know... You know, this is what you play when you're level one to three, and then you play this one on level four to
0: six. Yeah, relative and, difficulty based on what's um, going on. Okay, so I'm I, sorry. I, go ahead. I DM'd I I DM'd a game for some friends of mine who were the D and D people I knew, uh, and I designed this campaign that had this like this mansion with this mystical seal in it, and you had to find your way down into the basement, and then there was a complicated puzzle involving uh, deductive. Reasoning and communication between people of different alignments who could pierce different barriers. Mm. And I hadn't really thought about how to communicate this to people. So it ended up being sort of like a, eh, well, maybe if you try (laughs) a thing, you know, and Mm. they weren't super. You suddenly notice
1: idea. someone has written on the wall God, that's in sort of, permanent pens. Sort of try I, this. There was there was <laughs> some hinting, but but the biggest
0: issue was that like I was totally I totally had a crush on this one girl. Oh no, who was a player and mm. uh, one of my good friends who was playing was totally like they were clearly getting together like in real time during the game and sort of lost interest under a blanket. During the game,
1: mm, and this is a really strong sitcom episode yeah, premise. Kinda,
0: kinda well, uh, yeah, more like a UK dramedy sort of.
1: <laughs> it was
0: it was kind of rough, and you know, the whole, so that's one of my core memories of D anD. d Was that whole terrible high school so, drama so situation? Did you did you,
1: so, did you did you succumb to the lawful evil inclination just kill everyone (laughs) and and, um, manipulate the outcome of the game to 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 favor her and make him look bad
0: no neither of them were attentive enough at that point i I, I think i stayed pretty neutral good okay honestly okay uh i just kind of wanted to like you know keep on with the game for the people who were engaged (laughs) and Sure. And then we got home, and
1: yeah, that, was, uh,
0: that whole thing. So basically, that's what D and D is. Like. <laughs> D D is someone breaking your heart.
1: Yeah, right. When you said In when you said that. Um... I got, like, a B-plus on the mechanics of the game, but a B-minus on, like, the actual heart of the game, I think I've actually, we actually have a much better understanding of what you meant You're by being, being graded on a really weird you didn't curve. Mention, yeah. You didn't mention nearly yeah. enough
0: uh, utter betrayal by erstwhile good friends. No, you know? but
1: isn't that, I mean, that surely that the, the the awkward early yeah. teenage social element is a as a through line for the entire experience I for a lot it, of it's, people. it's a
0: weird big thing, yeah, because, like, at this point, like, I know lots of people who still play, and, like, none of that is there, because, like, they're well-adjusted adults now. They're right. not fucking high school students. Uh But most of us who are interested were exposed back in high school, where there was probably some of that weird shit tied in, too. And it's like... There's definitely so, a games
4: where adolescent mixed-gender games, which, um... Are a little fewer than you would think. It's often a male-only game, um, right? Um, but um, that's there's a whole lot of weird dynamics going right. on there,
1: right? Um, um is this in some <laughs> girls, <laughs> girls ruin everything. This, yeah, that's, this, what this, this that's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. I'm right. trying to. There you go. I'm true. trying to wink You're at the microphone true. a little, but <laughs> um. Wow! Hi, hi, yeah. hi, guys. I feel like we've we've hit a moment here. Yeah, um, are you saying that having played it as a young person makes you more inclined to revisit it now, or just more embittered about the entire thing? It's
0: just it, it, it it's an interesting like uh, point of reference revisiting it. I'm excited about revisiting it at this point, mostly because I like. Sort of weird, fun improvising. Like I I like fucking around with people. I like a group process of telling a weird, unexpected story. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited. I think the first edition AD&D is weird enough that it's going to help with that. Like the outcomes are going to be less well regulated than they would be in a more contemporary. uh, We'll see how it actually plays out in terms of people being able to be around and attend. That's
4: what I was. I think asking earlier is it? Do you have that hour? Where everyone's there and you're uh, playing, right. or is think, it going to be? That's what we're going to find out. It may be
0: real, real glacial. Because uh, I mean, but I, I imagine mean, it's going to be sort of bursty, plus a little bit of asynchronous um, glacial stuff in between bursts. Yeah, that's because right. D D works
4: as a you know, it's a conversation, and Twitter yeah. works well as a conversation,
0: but it's both, It's got to be yeah. a see, and I like the idea of it being a little bit asynchronous because I feel like I'm a lot better on paper in terms of like well-considered contributions to like a collaborative narrative than I am in real time.
1: Which makes you an ideal podcast host. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think the
0: podcast is great because we don't have to actually save the fucking world. We can just bullshit recklessly. But I kind of we, we'll I'm, eventually save the world. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll get we, there. we got we got a number yeah, of episodes least, before that. We'll
4: so hit level eighteen and we'll kill that purple yes. worm.
0: Yes, that fucking purple worm. Uh, I we think we take we're a, overdue for a break. Yeah. Let's give me a break say, Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Aaron, would you like to also suggest we take a break?
4: Okay, let's do it. No, don't take it, don't take it, no, no. Oh, fuck.
2: I built my legs out of logs. My chest is sticks and twine. fine They filled me up with animals There's a goat, a couple chickens too But there's a
3: man-sized
2: cage that needs filling too. And I think we're gonna grow the crops just fine. The elder gods will be back on our side. I've got the man they want to kill inside. He screams, Oh no, but I'm the waker man. Wicker man burning with a Christian cop inside Wicker man helping with a pagan homicide Wicker man and I think I'm gonna burn a long, long time Wicker man and I think he's gonna burn a long, long time Make a man And I think he's gonna burn a long, long time
0: And I've hit record, so the uh, conversation we're having off mic trying to decide what we should talk about is now something that we're just forcing the issue on. So, uh, Jesse, what would you like to talk about?
1: It's a bit like being pushed into the deep end of the pool. Kind of. Yeah, Yeah, take off your fucking floaties (laughs) and survive like a man. Right. Um... It may already be the case by the time this comes out, but I again, I, I circle back to the first thing I brought up at the beginning of the episode, which is I would like to have a banner under which podcasts I like and am involved with and just like
0: so <laughs> are is released it, is and sort um, of like the podcast label idea. Yeah,
1: now here's the problem. I don't know what to call it. It's difficult. That is tricky. That's a big I, this thing. This is why it's been two months without me getting really? anything started. That, because, because you couldn't pick a name first? It's very that hard seems, to pick a name. It feels
0: like you should just do all the underlying work and then worry about the name afterwards.
1: No, 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 no. No, nah, I'm not going to start developing a web presence for it until there's a URL for the web presence. to. You know, I don't want to design a logo or start talking about it or record bumpers for it until there's a name for it. I mean, this is pretty uh, high in the... Order of operations for me. I mean, it would be different if I were as another person who's making a podcast about starting a podcast network, is uh, soliciting like, you know, hundred thousand and million dollar investors as step one. I don't really, I'm going to kind of go ahead and skip that step one <laughs> <laughs> and just make a website with the money in my pocket. That's fair. And start from there. And so it, it's actually a little bit higher. In the queue uh, that I come up with a name to kind of, you know, congeal everything around. And it doesn't, I guess, have to be a permanent name. Aaron and I are working on a video game, and it kind of has a placeholder name right now that's probably not going to be the name of the game. Do we have a name? I call it Cogito. Oh, right. I was uh, pronouncing that's, that's, it like
0: differently than like Cogito? that. Cogito. I, too. I said Cogitos. Like, yeah, I so not like
1: Yeah, Cogito well. is the name of the game that I right. just said. All right, let's call it Cogito. Let's call it. Let's Cog behind
0: it. We should call it Cogswell's <laughs> Cog and then uh, yeah. I'm making it like
4: a Jetson. <laughs> like, let's test-ish. yeah, let's let's make a different game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm also and I have a, a project I was working on that I put off publishing about a month ago because I didn't have a name and then didn't work on it anymore and. No, I'm done.
1: Without a name, like, what do you call the folder that you keep all the stuff you're working on in?
0: Foo Project. Podcast Project. I, like, I seriously, I don't think a name has ever been the thing that slowed me down on something. Which, granted, some of the things I've made probably could have used some slowing down on. But... (laughs) But I figure, like, if if the thing that's holding me up is the name, my feeling is I don't have a thing yet because, like, there should no, be something. No, I definitely else don't
1: there. have a thing yet. You're right. It, well, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of ideas. That's and just and they're ends all up like a total um, dick Sorry, thing for me to are we soliciting that.
4: for names? Yeah, what do you neighbors? want? Well, we, here's the just thing: just from,
1: from us or from yeah, uh, the game you or you from I want the two of you. Um, does anyone have earwolf yet? Earwolf is probably <laughs> that's a little bit been taken. taken. A little <laughs> bit taken. Sex wolf is probably not taken though. Ooh. Or ear sex. Ah. Yeah. Wolf ear? Wolf ear? Ear <laughs> ear. Ear ear. I think that's
0: a real solid name. It's fun to say. Ear ear,
1: you know? <laughs> when um one time Aaron came up to visit um for a week and uh, we played um through the entirety of the rock band campaign. Mm. Which climaxes, uh, Rock Band 2 I think it was, <laughs> which climaxes, climaxes in um, you playing every all 50 something songs in the game in a row back to back without failing any of them is the kind of the last challenge. And so we kind of made a day out of the last challenge and had a really good time in my opinion. Aaron was kind of sick that day but he powered <laughs> through it like a champion. Pneumonia. But our um, band was named Sleazy Wizard. <laughs>
0: That's, that's a, a good, great good name for a podcast that
1: Reminds me, yeah, is one of my, fit, mm-hmm. I think the best names. The Sleazy Wizard
4: ever. Network, you're under the Sleazy Wizard banner. <laughs> that's, that's not
0: bad, yeah.
1: I'm on Sleazy Wizard. <laughs> you're listening to a Sleazy Wizard production, executive producers, Sleazy and Wizard. Mm-hmm. You get two Zs, which is more, mm-hmm. Which you know, most podcast networks don't even yeah, have no, one. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of Zs. Although it might be better as a band name than a podcast maybe, maybe. network yeah, I'm not name. sure. I'm
0: not sure that's your podcast network. But
1: it was oh. like one of my favorite ideas that kind of floated through. But I've had hundreds of ideas float mm-hmm. through my head and very few but of them. But think about the icon for the Sleazy Wizard <laughs> podcast now. It's fantastic. The Sleazy Wizard
4: has like a big pair of hands on. It's, like I don't Matthew know. McConaughey's like, all right, yeah, right all right, all you right. Know. I'm definitely got a McConaughey, McConaughey wizard icon. He's a sleazy man. Is he? Well, he played uh
0: uh uh fuck. What was the movie? Yeah, i confused.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Anyway. Okay. Have you guys seen True Detective? Yeah. Yeah. I
4: could. I mean, we just. I don't we, know if we got time for my yeah, thoughts on uh, that show.
0: Maybe we, maybe we should table it for a future episode. <laughs> sure. But the, the very short version is we watched the first couple episodes a while ago. And then it just timing wise, it didn't click and we put it down and we just came back to it like a month ago and we went through the whole thing and watched all eight episodes and just finished it up the other night. And uh, I was somehow misled to believe that there was a lot more actively weird and supernatural and Hmm. structurally complicated about the narrative of the show. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I thought the characters were solid. I thought the performances were great. I liked the story as far as it goes, but it did not involve weird alternate dimensions and time dilation in any concrete way. Like maybe figuratively, maybe you could put a reading into it that way but not so much in the actual straightforward reading of the text of the show.
4: I kind of got, I mean, I watched it as it came out and didn't read anything about it and sort of, I mean, because it definitely has that strong, you know, Yellow King, Lovecraft
0: influence, well, like it's wearing, wearing there. on its sleeve. But like, so you. like the text of the narrative, would you agree, is pretty straightforward? Oh, so yeah, like absolutely. There's, there's nothing yeah. clearly like, trans-dimensional. But, uh, or, but
4: coming into it, you kind of wonder if there is going to be a, yeah. a, a twist in that direction. Or So, uh,
0: yeah, we were, we were a little bit let down, like, despite more or less liking it. I think we both liked it a lot. You know, we were both sort of let down that it didn't get into you know, something really strange in terms of the, like, you know, mechanics of the universe it was happening in. And, uh, and yeah, so I don't know if I even have anything to say. I just wanted to report how I felt (laughs) having just watched that. And I dressed that up by saying, have you watched this thing that I'm now just going to talk about? But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, and I really don't know where I got that impression as part of the thing. Like maybe just the fact that people said, "Oh, what you really need to know is be aware of this," uh, you know, Ambrose Bierce and
1: H. I, H. I Lovecraft. feel like
4: yeah, just how the influences were. There's a lot. It has yeah. a lot of like the weird trappings tales. of
1: that. I mean, I think that, like you said, there's a lot of like explicit references to kind of like quasi supernatural stuff. Yeah. And, in other texts and other media. But they're all stuff. references as the thing. Like the show doesn't right. like, you know, seem right. to go... Right, and you have a character who just, uh, just extemporates or whatever the word I'm looking for is. Who just like uh, pontificates is the word I'm looking for in, in really like wild ways. And yeah. that, that is something that a lot of the culture around the show as it was coming out latched onto. Yeah, really and I loved love McConaughey's...
0: Like his, his character... Yeah. As but to just come like across that in context like before
1: you saw the show, you would think it was a different show. I think yeah. because the the pontifications um, are kind of Twitter isolated to that one. Yeah. If it was character.
4: all the, the rusty cold novelty Twitter yeah. accounts, it sounds like maybe. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I, 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 I'm really interested to go back and sort of read about the show now. But, uh,
1: but yeah, I no. mean, I know that the, I know that the finale was uh, had a mixed reception because people had thought that it was building to an incredibly complex uh denouement that tied all these like references and narrative threads together yeah. and, and, and it and just so turned out like, to be oh, a they, guy. They found the guy. Right. Yeah. Right. And That's and I think guy. that spoiler alert, they found the guy. <laughs> and I think that it's there's a lot of anticipation of kind of a I don't know. I don't know if it's that Lost has kind of wedged its way into our cultural minds or if or what else. But um I think that people thought that a lot more was going to come to bear in the finale than it yeah. did. And I thought the
4: finale was going to be I don't know. I, 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 I was hoping or feeling that the best way to end it was not just you know to not give you a, a satisfying ending, hmm. and the the fact that it kind of I, turned into. You know, just just the end of a serial killer movie. Yeah, where yeah. there was a serial killer and he was in a scary place and they went and got him. And they had to chase him through and, hallways yeah. and tubes and twists and labyrinths. Which was a fantastic set, but not necessarily um I don't know. I ha- I have a a larger and more complicated uh Sure. Um, view of that show that has to do with just my weird emotional place when I watched it and my uh, view of that uh, little piece of southern Louisiana but uh, but um, before we go uh, let's go back to naming things yes Um, I need a name for a virtual reality music visualizer sleazy wizard
2: (laughs) we got it (laughs) boom done
0: Uh, (laughs)
1: it's just the name of everything (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, like, what, what is this? Say? It's, it's just like you put on a VR headset and then you like see a three D rendering of algorithmic music visualization. You
1: think have it exactly right? Yeah, it's,
0: it's like, a, like, like we have three D yeah Vision.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this is a project exactly, Aaron's yeah. been developing that's really interesting in my opinion. Yeah, um,
0: uh, Jupiter and Beyond the Infinite. It's a little wordy, <laughs> but but I think it'll get like twelve cubic friends really excited. It'll what? It'll, it, I'm going to say this correctly. So it'll get 12 Kubrick fans oh. really exciting. Oh, I yeah. thought you said Kubrick. Really Kubrick I, friends. I said, I 12 Kubrick friends. I, That's what I heard. I said, I said Kubrick for sure, which I don't mean to say because I say Kubrick, <laughs> but I know some people do say Kubrick, and I honestly don't know which way he said it, but, uh, but I say Kubrick, except Kubrick. for when I accidentally say Kubrick. Kubrick. Kubrick sounds like, it's a Kubrick. little too much like, mm-hmm. like, like Kubrick. Yeah. Or Rubik's
1: Cube. I think I'll call it Cubert. I don't think that's been taken. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, think that's, I that, was going to say that new take. if there's a single word that you could use to describe it, it's already the name of a uh, 90s electronica band. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I need to. Um, KMFDM. Yeah. Call it KMFDM. Oh, yeah, John had well, a good was, one, I think. I was thinking like but, oh, the Orbital would be a really good mm-hmm. one for it if it wasn't the oh, name any, of the 90s I mean, like, electronica mm-hmm. band or just yeah, any... tech That would be good, except it's the name of an. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. a band or... I, I just
4: spell a
0: word wrong. Yeah. Um, spell retina wrong. Ooh. Retina with a
1: Y. Retina?
0: R E T Y N A? Oh, R E T Y. Retina is a
1: good
4: root word for it, though. Yeah. Um Something about For anything, because. The whole
0: visual processing. Yeah. Right? Retina on the Oculus. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think there you go. There's your answer.
4: Okay. okay. I'll publish it as retina. <laughs> I got to publish it by
1: the 14th, I think. It's a my... clever misspellings aren't like a decade and a half too late?
0: Well, I, th- I think that means they're just about ready to come back around. Oh,
1: okay. The thing.
3: The yeah, still that, it, feels like, it feels
0: like a very late 90s thing. Right. Here we are in the early 20-teens. That's, that's, I think I think we're verging.
1: I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. We're in the mid it's 2015. This yes. is right in the middle so of the '20s. I feel
0: like in the late 20-teens, we're going to see the growing and peaking of the resurgence of pointed misspellings. going to capitalize something again. in the middle too.
3: Yes. Oh do yeah. It. Get some right. camel
4: case in there. So we have sleazy wizard. Sleazy we have Redna. Redna.
0: Do you yeah. need a name? Uh, <laughs> God. What do I need a name for? What should I name my car? We've owned it for a couple years now. I need That's a so I wish name. we got to name
1: your D and D character. It, it's a, well,
0: he's. Mm. he's it's ta- you it's can give late. me his secret name. What is, what's his Fremen name? What's the Fremen name oh. for Darren the ogre? What's wait? What's? Someone tell me what Fremen is. Fuck you. The desert people from from Arrakis, Dune, the Fremen. What? <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I, I know be. you're fucking with me. and I just, I can't
1: take it. I'm not. I've never seen <laughs> Dune. <doing. laughs> I, actually,
0: I, I actually can't remember if we talked about I've, Dune. I, th- about th- I'm, I mean, I know we've talked about Dune a little bit, but I don't know
1: if we ever talked about it in context so you, uh, of your so. awareness. Listeners just missed a really new, new <laughs> face from Josh. <laughs> brand new to me <laughs> and you listener it's a juxtaposition <laughs>
4: would you be madder at um, Jesse if he was fucking with you or if he just hadn't read Dune
2: I can't
0: decide I can't actually decide because I really I know I've talked about Dune but I can't prove to myself that you've ever done anything besides politely listening so I don't well, I know I guess if
1: you listen to the podcast you would know the answer uh, well, I don't, don't do that uh, what, how do you spell it F-R-E-M-E-N Yes, I still. That's don't, a good oh, name for a podcast network. It's <laughs> not bad. Yeah, I think. Freeman. Uh, yeah. No, it sounds too much like semen, or it looks <laughs> yeah. too much like semen. Doesn't well, it, sound it just like, like it. you Freeman, yeah, yeah, then it's Gordon Freeman. But Half Life looks right. too
4: much like semen is a great tagline. There we go. Yes, right. you're listening. You're listening to the, the
0: Crapshoot. You're listening to the Sleazy Wizard. Looks too much like semen <laughs> podcast network. <laughs> Executive producer Sleazy Wizard. <laughs>
1: Brought oh. to you in retina vision. Retina.
0: Has, has your wizard rolled for a familiar yet? Don't no. you get to roll for that on a table? Uh, I, don't, I don't think he's high enough level. He's like level one. Mm-hmm. Familiar's come along, I think, later. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to read through the terrible, terrible fucking manual for <laughs> first edition AD&D. It's really, it's a good thing that it turned into a company because it really needed an editor. What
1: kind of familiar would he have, do
4: you think? Well, you got to roll on the table. You might get a toad, or you might get the pseudo dragon. But which
1: it's one? It's all you? up to choice. Okay, which yeah, one choice? Would you picture, Chance. though, because I, I can't name it unless I know what it is. I, I,
0: I don't. I don't think uh, Darren the ogre really uh, has a sense of what his familiar would be. yet. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure he knows about them. He's 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 new to this whole. Well, let's, let's game. You just cast the familiar gathering spell, and you roll a dice, and you find out. So yeah. Okay. What would you name whatever his familiar turns out to be, knowing that you don't know what kind of familiar? Well, I'm is. saying that I, I can't. I'm saying, I don't have you to. You have to. That's, that's, no, no, that's a can't. constraint. You have to. You're, you're going for generic Jesse,
4: what if it was a toad and it gave you a wider field of vision as its power? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm having some D&D memories. How come? How, uh, this There's your this, constraint. Just, just, how did this become fault to me? Um... <laughs> I'm sure it's my fault. I just don't remember. Well, either of you can name it. Um, broad Toad. Broad Toad. Okay.
0: Broad <laughs> It'll toad. be even better if it's not a Toad. I am Darren Yoger, <laughs> and this is my unicorn broad Toad. Broad uh, <laughs> <that> feels pretty <laughs> solid. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind uh, should it ever come up. What doesn't get killed in the first five minutes of the? Okay, campaign.
1: well, Aaron, now you have to name something about this D and D character. What's his penis's name? Jesse, I don't want to name D and D penises again. You should, I know. What's, you it, know. what's,
0: what's, what's his quarterstaff name then? Oh, it's the
4: same as his penis name. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know his penis is named <laughs> quarterstaff. <laughs>
3: Maybe that's that's what it oh, is. Uh, he he it's named it's his penis, penis quarterstaff.
0: Yeah, and and then the other quarterstaff, and people never know what she's referring to because he has really terrible mm-hmm. social um, boundaries.
4: Your character doesn't even have a quarterstaff. No,
0: he does. He he's, does. That's his weapon. He well, he, he, he has a minus one modifier This is all coming across damage, on Twitter, which, uh, so
4: you can write it either yeah, way.
0: We'll see what happens. Sure. All right. Well, I feel like I feel like we've reached a good stop point <laughs> insofar as we should not make people listen <laughs> anymore.
4: Fifteen of this. minutes ago, we did. Everybody, download Visor. Yes. on the Oculus Share Network out on the 14th. Visor? Visor? Vi- was that? No. A retina? Retina. <laughs> We're like visor. I don't like visor way better. No, that actually
0: already exists. Oh. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. Anyway. anyway it's the... You guys <laughs> supposed
1: to look really mad at me right now. Um, <laughs> we'll just download visor then. The download visor. It's Aaron's work th- is
4: done. A <laughs> competing think, music visualizer. Think, think and of words, it's better than mine. Think of words
0: about things that might be near an eye. Just type them in. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it works for Oculus Rift, download it.
4: Download Visor and Retina, but then downvote. Uh, how do you
0: download pupil? Uh, Get some pupils. If you can download Cornea, we would really appreciate it. <laughs> Just <laughs> down, You should <laughs> call it 14th, mascara, but spell
1: out. it with like a four for one of the A's. Yeah, or M A S Q U. Yes, A-R-A. and also implement some some
0: some big eyelashes getting in the way of the vision. Visual it's going to be called Retina. <laughs> All right. Retina, you heard it here first. It's, we're it's getting more, the fuck it's out more of like here. like an eighth
1: staff. Uh,
0: thank you oh, again. Because uh, we're a little for, dicks. It's a joke. Yeah, oh, Jesus We're like a
1: sixteenth staff. Oh, that's an even little allergic. I'm jokes. hitting stop
3: now. <laughs>